0: Thanks for joining us today on Mormonland, where we explore news in and about the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm Senior Managing Editor Dave Noyce. I oversee the Solid Tribune's faith coverage. I'm joined by religion reporter, Peggy Fletcher-Stack. Hi, Peggy. Hi, Dave. We remind you about another way to support Mormonland. Just go to patreon.com, where with a donation as small as $3 a month, you can access transcripts to our podcasts, our complete newsletter, and all of our exclusive religion coverage. Again, that's Patreon patreon.com forward slash Mormonland. Now for today's show. Ah, Valentine's Day, a holiday full of hearts and hopes, cards and candy, roses and romance. It's a time couples seek their favorite table at their favorite restaurant and view their favorite rom-com from their favorite couch. What does it mean, though, for young members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? Are they on the lookout for more than gestures, indeed eternal marriage, or do they just want to have a good time? We invited two young single adult Latter-day Saints, Sarah Sumption, who is working on a master's degree in marriage and family therapy at Northwestern. University, and Matt Judd, who is a health statistics consultant, to tell us what the LDS dating scene is really like. Sarah and Matt, welcome. Well, Thank you so much. Glad, Glad to, be to have you here. So just briefly tell us what Latter-day Saint dating is like today. It, we're past the pandemic. You're all plugged in and connected. What's
1: it like? Matt, you want to start? <laughs> Sure. I feel like it's uh, more the Wild West than it ever has been a little bit. That's Um, Maybe that's just the stage of life we're now in. We're not in our early 20s, so we're maybe Mm -hmm. trying to be a little more serious now. Um, Yeah, lots of dating apps, lots of trying to ward hop around to meet the cute singles, whatever. Hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Sarah, what about you?
2: Yeah, no, I would I would describe it very much the same. Um, I think there's a lot more activities that are happening and they're trying to get us together more um but sponsored by the church sponsored by the church sponsored by the individual wards. even the institutes are doing 25 and older nights that come mingle come meet people your same demographic mm. that sort of thing um but it is it's not like any other era before i think it's completely changed out there
0: what about online dating uh, have you both tried that and like it
2: Tried it. Yes. Liked it. That's a mixed bag for me, at least.
1: (laughs) I feel like most people don't like the dating apps at all. Um, I don't mind them. I lived out of state for a long time, so that was kind of my only way to meet people Mm -hmm. if I didn't want to go to the club or the bar. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have maybe a little more favorable view of them, but... I feel like most people don't like the apps. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. Even though they're on them, most people.
2: Yeah. I mean, you kind of, it's almost a given that you have to be on them to have any exposure out there. But I personally haven't seen success from the apps
3: or in my dating life or the people around me. Hmm. Uh, From uh, LDS dating apps or just general dating
1: apps? Both. There's one big one for the church called Mutual. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And then... A lot of others. Yeah, I'm sure
2: you know. Yeah, I mean, they each have their own kind of gimmick, To You have ones that let girls only message first. You have ones where you like specific things about that profile. Um, Mutual is good in theory because you can see somebody's um, activity status. You can see their temple recommend status, that sort of thing. Um, but no one is perfect. And they're they're definitely not doing as good of a job as they would like mm. to, I'm sure. Mm-hmm.
3: I see. Um so what what counts as a date in today's world? You're a guy. You probably ask him more dates than I do.
2: You.
1: I have a lot. I've got like kind of a wide net for what counts as a date, okay. uh, whether it's like a formal date or just kind of hanging out. I usually kind of count that anyways, like as long as it's as long as you're like spending time together, getting to know each other. I don't know there, that can that's gotten me in trouble with some ambiguity, though, when somebody thought it was a date and somebody didn't and whatever.
0: So. <laughs> is it like prearranged or you do count that? That's what makes a date if it's arranged or if it, yeah, you just, I, oh, if, we, I
1: mean, if you want to be real uh, uh-huh. explicit, you can just be like, Hey, do you want to go out with me on Saturday? And that's okay. pretty obvious. But if it's like, Hey, there's this cool thing going on tonight. Do you want to come? And it turns out it's just the two of you. Is that a date or not? It's like, you're just going to the park to check out whatever festival's going on. It's like right. you're just hanging out, spending time together. So it could be a date, or it could just be hmm. you like spending time with them.
2: Matt, are we on a date at the Salt Lake Tribune right now? What's I, happening?
1: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> up for debate, I think. Yeah, I don't know. You asked me, so is
2: this that a date is
3: true. Peggy <laughs> the out for me, so. Mormon dating? Yes. Okay. <laughs> what What are some of the popular quote outings that you guys do to? Meet people or what, um, what are your pop, your most favorite date?
1: To meet people or to activities. go oh, on dates? To go on dates, let's okay. say.
3: Um, I
2: think anything culturally happening in downtown Salt Lake around the area is always fun. Anything kind of unique. Um, I went to the Van Gogh exhibit when I was here at the gateway mm-hmm. as kind of a pop-up. That was cool. Um, but it also depends on what stage of dating you're in. You don't want to invest a lot of time, money, resources into a first date when... There may not be a future there. So it's mm. it's good to have something that's a lot more casual to start out with um, going on a walk, getting ice cream, something like that, where there is an easy out if you need it. It's kind of a big thing for me, at least.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree with that. I think, yeah, all the festivals and stuff going around downtown is great, um, <clears throat> especially around the holidays. I mean, pretty much all of like October through December, it's pretty easy to find a good date idea because there's always things going on. Halloween stuff, Christmas stuff, you know, you can do a sub for Santa type date. Like there's lots of things you can do um, in the summer. There's tons of options. Just go for a walk, whatever.
0: Do you uh, each have dates for Valentine's Day or are you taking a more casual, easy it.
1: approach? Right? This is it. Oh, yeah. okay. So there you go. All right. <laughs> so, <okay. laughs> this is as close as I'm getting
0: to it. Same here.
3: What are the gender expectations? Is it still young men ask, young men pay? What are those kinds of things in the LDS universe? Young I mean, I think we've definitely
2: come away a little bit from men always have to ask. Um, there's a friend, actually one of our mutual friends that has had decided this year that she was going to go on so many dates. And she took it upon herself that she was she was going to ask. She was so going to be the one. year of
3: yes. Kind yeah, of thing. exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: So, I mean, not always. And I think. I'd be comfortable asking, but then it kind of gets into shaky area because, it's, OK, if you ask, you pay and then it goes from there kind of thing. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I kind of throw the rule book out the window. Honestly. Right. I've, I mean, I've been asked out on a lot of dates by women, um, even when I have been asked out, sometimes I will pay even, you know, sometimes I'll offer to pay, sometimes I'll pay whatever. Um, sometimes when I ask them, they'll pay for themselves. Like, it's just, I think it's kind of, it's I think, not it, as I think rigid it's whatever, as it yeah. has
3: been, not I as mean, I say that, but
1: I guess, you know, my roommate got asked out by a woman a few months ago, I think. And he was very surprised. And he said that was the first time that it happened to him. And I was like, oh. no, I was like, you're an attractive guy. This should have
2: happened. way <laughs> yeah. Can't confirm. It should have happened long ago. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> okay. Tell us your favorite date. You've ever been on. And you you don't have to be with that person or whatever. It could have just been a great date. Um, I went
2: to the Parade of Homes and that was <laughs> so fun um, just to kind of walk around. And I mean, it's... Yeah, well, you can, can interact inter- a lot. Yeah, you you can, can talk a lot. You can talk. You're, you're, you, you can interact. You, you, can you can choose which homes you, you go can to. Share your aesthetics. You exactly. Can, you you can probably can, learn a lot. You learn a lot about. Then, yes. Yeah, especially if it's serious. I mean, at this point, it was serious with him. I was mm-hmm. like, OK, well, we're going to clash on decorating this house if this works out. <laughs> because We are not agreeing on what our favorite houses are. <laughs>
3: oh, that's Wani. What about you, Matt?
1: Um, Any I favorite think
3: day? Favorite probably dates? my
1: go-to, maybe not my go-to, but one that I've used a few times and it's kind of evolved over time is what I call the kid date. Um, in college, it entailed going to DI and buying a bunch of clothes that didn't fit us, and then going to McDonald's and getting a kid's meal. And then like going to the park and going on the swings, whatever, it's Very you know, creative. as a more yeah. adult, it's, you know, maybe we just like get some adult coloring books and like watch cartoons on the TV or build a blanket fort or something like that. I think it's a good, it's not really a good first date necessarily, um, in my opinion, but it's a good, like, you know, third, fourth, fifth date, something like that. Once you're know. more comfortable with yeah. each other. Huh.
2: Interesting.
3: Okay. Least favorite date.
2: Oh man. I mean, I think that's kind of just depended on the person. Uh Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, personally, I went on a date and it was just far too long. We were just at a restaurant, but it was far too long. And the guy ended up being really weird. Um, and there were so many red flags all over the place, but.
0: And you were so stuck there just for two hours. I, I, I was One time you want fast service, yeah. right? Yeah. And I was, yeah.
2: I was thinking the whole time, how, how do I get out of that? So I'm not sure if I have <laughs> <laughs> exactly like.
1: Yeah. Maybe like worst activity or at least situation. The activity itself was fine. We went up to one of the Alpine lakes or something like that and just kind of hung out for a bit. Um, but it was a first date. Di- well, it was a double date. It was a first date for me. Mm-hmm. And it was a, a couple that was the other mm. couple. Um, and I get very car sick. So I'll drive up oh to the Alpine <laughs> Lake. was not good. <clears throat> Didn't talk to my date at all, um, which I felt very bad about. And then... When we got back, they and wanted then to watch a up. movie. I did not throw hope,
2: <laughs> no. luckily. But we
1: watched a movie, and the other couple meet out the whole time, and we just stood there, like, sat there on the oh, couch, like,
2: very awkward. That's that's definitely a thing that happens quite a bit. Your friends have the best of intentions to you up. I'm in this great relationship. They have a friend, come with us, we're going to be very lovey-dovey, and you can fend for yourself, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, mm. I've been on, like, probably 50 blind dates in my life, like, it is so many. Yeah, yeah. it mm. happens quite a bit.
2: Do,
0: do you think and it may be different for obviously for everyone and depending on what stage you're on. you even referenced that at the start that most 20 something Latter-day Saints are looking for a spouse or just for a good time when they go on a date.
1: I feel like most people, I feel like the majority are maybe not necessarily looking, but they are definitely open to okay. a spouse. And I would say at least half are looking. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I mean, I think especially within the culture, it's never dating just to date we know that there is not only an expectation but there is kind of this anticipation that at any point you could meet your eternal companion and so that's Mm -hmm. kind of baked into the tension of any date of any interaction Mm -hmm. um so i think yeah i don't know even young people i mean my sister's 20 years old and she's getting married this fall so i mean i think it happens at all ages
1: Yeah, I think that goes back to the kind of intention of setting up the date as well, because, you know, I've hung out with a lot of women and I like spending time with them. And I don't think either of us necessarily see a romantic future, but we can still spend time together. But that can get you in trouble if you're not explicit about that or if you don't have that conversation up front.
3: Mm. So where do most young single adults, LDS, meet each other? especially in a play, a time when there's not as many people going to the office mm-hmm. and if you're out of school I mean you're in school but it's online mm-hmm. so it's not like there's a place to meet people if people don't if you don't meet your future spouse in college then where do you meet if you don't go to bars you don't go to you're asking two single people, so I don't, I don't know
1: yeah, we necessarily. Don't, have we it. don't have
2: the answer. <laughs> uh, church, church, church. Oh, sure. church, has been an interesting place because um, it's, it. You, these are the people that you spend a lot of time with. You're with them two to three times a week, maybe more. Yeah, um, and so you get to know them, um, but it can also lead to awkwardness if there's a breakup later on um because then you have this ward family and you're like oh well we're still interacting so um church is a good place institute can be a good place um and i mean if your friends aren't going to abandon you for their own significant other
3: on a date being set up by your friends can be good too Hmm. friend groups you could both have outside of the ward you have friend groups that line you up with
1: yeah i think friend groups is a good option Um, Just doing activity, like if you whatever hobbies you have, you can go and find some group and hopefully meet some people there, whether it's friends or dates or whatever. I think that's a good option as well. Um, yeah, I've gotten in trouble before dating uh, within your ward. <clears throat> It can be kind of awkward after you lose half your friends. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You talked about going to different wards, right? Yeah, yeah. some
3: ward hopping mm-hmm. definitely yep, goes on. There's a decent on.
1: amount of ward hopping going on where, you know, they have kind of their home ward that they'll go to regularly. And then occasionally they'll go to a different ward just to check it out. They get a tip. Hey, try this ward over here. There are wards
2: that are notorious in the valley for, hey, this is a big ward. This is a ward that's either older. These are wards that like to have lots of activities, lots of Mm. cute girls, lots of cute guys. Mm -hmm. Like, come on over. I heard about that at a Galentine's
3: party last night. So Mm. it's a thing for sure. There used to be Institute of Religion. There used to be LDS um, sororities and fraternities. Mm. They did away with that, even though. We know lots of couples have met that way. Mm-hmm. Huh, no, Dave? Really. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh,
0: uh, this is a, a little taking it to a, a little different place in the church. What do you wish senior church leaders understood about dating today? Or do you think that they do? Um, do, do you think that they get what the environment's like now and, and what, with any expectations that might be set?
1: I honestly don't know what the senior church leaders think or know, but <laughs> they seem pretty up with it on everything else. Okay. So I would assume there. What I did you know. think
0: when Dallin Oaks, uh, I think it was last year, um, he he basically encouraged single members to get out there and get married.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it it to me it felt like something like tell me something i don't know um <laughs> we're we're trying i promise mm-hmm. um i feel like that was more directed at people who were just trying to date for fun and just um have a fun time. Nick Mo, if you will. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, you know, on a podcast, but that's mm-hmm. okay. Um, <laughs> what is that? Yeah. Non-committal makeout. Oh, Nick okay. Mo, oh, NCMO. Right. That helps us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, I
2: think there's been a big trend with that over the last few years, but, so I think he's directing it more at that, but people who are serious about dating, serious about wanting to get married eventually... We're we're trying, and I think I looked for the second page of that talk. of Did he did he tell us how? Did he tell us how to accomplish this impossible? Dream? What does ninety
0: year old tell me about <laughs> yes, how to do this? because it's like I think you guys mentioned this. It seems like it depends in Latter Day Saint culture if if they're dating or at least keeping you say your options open that this could turn into something more than just a fun date. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. Do you, do you
3: think young young Latter Day Saints have more com- commitment? Fears than their parents?
2: I would, I don't know necessarily commitment fears. We have seen, I mean, our generation has seen more and more of our parents get divorced Mm -hmm. than our parents Mm -hmm. did. Um, So I think we see that, but we also have a different view of marriage and love now. Um, We have more of a, I don't want to say self-serving, but I do want to say kind of it's okay to put yourself first and be happy. Um, so we're not getting married just to get married to check a box. And so I think that is something that's really different about our generation.
0: I mean, the marriage age is rising mm-hmm. within, if the studies are right, uh, within overall culture, certainly in, in Mormonism too, right? So I guess that might have something to do with it. Yeah. So, Okay.
3: So do you think that the um, move to the two hour block and the home centered worship affected ability to meet people? There's much less socializing going on. Although it sounds like in young single adults, that's not true. But in regular wards, there's much less socializing.
2: I so I mean, I think my thought on this is um, I, I love the two hour block. It's so great to not be there for as long. The one downside is if you have a crush in the ward and it's Relief Society that day, you don't get to see him as much. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, it was fun to have Relief Society and Sunday school because you get this breakup. Usually, I mean, they're good at holding these linger longers, these luncheons after. But I mean, it definitely kind of cuts off this time you would have to socialize.
1: Hmm. What about you, Matt? Um, My experience is a little odd i guess just because i lived out of state for a long time where i was in a small branch um so when they made the change to two-hour block you know i was i was seeing the same 10 people every week anyways so Mm. it didn't really change my Mm -hmm.
0: prospects Mm -hmm. have you know something different here
1: in uh i mean last time i lived here in utah before moving back about a year ago was in college so okay a little different situation but i mean i i don't feel like I don't know. I mean, definitely. Yeah, there's it's harder to see your crush and things like that and harder to get those kind of casual interactions. But the people that want to date or want to hang out, they'll make, you know, they'll do game nights or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like they'll still do stuff outside of church anyways. Are
0: you trying to gauge prospects, for lack of a better word, in church? Uh, Where are they at on the church spectrum? You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah.
2: it's it's an always it's an overarching theme. It's always there where you're. I don't know about, I, I mean, our see.
1: leaders have told us to get married. We got to you know, have <laughs> yeah. it on the mind a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yeah.
2: you
0: Oh, I wonder what kind of question he or she's going to ask in Sunday school that might give me some kind of indication of where, I mean, I'm just asking.
2: Yeah. And you're, you're figuring out, um, activity level where they, um, so with this, Matt and I have actually talked about this, about when looking for somebody to date, um, you want somebody who's in the same Um, spectrum of Mormonism as you, you, whether that's wholly devout, whether that means all the nuances, you kind of want to be aligned Mm -hmm. on those little things.
0: Is this person more orthodox, more progressive, more whatever? Exactly. Exactly. And so
2: you are looking for that in Sunday school responses, in testimony meetings of, okay, that sparked my interest. That Mm. sounds like something I would say that's (laughs) similar.
1: Yeah. And comments they make, even just in like how engaged they seem, you know, whether Mm -hmm. they're like, playing games on their phone during classes and stuff like that, or whether they're listening to the lesson, little yeah. things like that.
0: Speaking of phones, when mm-hmm. when you go on a date, is it a turn off to have your phone on and be engaged on that? Or do, do young people do that a lot?
2: I don't like to be on my phone on dates if I can help it. I mean, I'll have it on. So it's like, if my parents are siblings, there's an emergency. To, yeah. There's kind. an emergency if work really needs me. Okay. Um, but I'm not, if I were on a date and it was the phone was out on the table texting constantly, that would be not great for me.
1: Yeah, I haven't had that experience. That would really bug me as well. But yeah. at the same time, I kind of bugs me as well, where it's like, oh, they looked at their phone to yeah. see what time it was. How horrible. It's like, no, we're still people. And yeah, emergencies come up like I've had friends text me with like they need help right then. And I didn't see it for like two hours because I was on a date and I felt weird pulling out my phone. And I, mm. I don't like that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's odd. Let's talk about dating non-members. Sure. How do you how do you handle that? Have you guys had some experience dating non-Mormons?
1: I've not seriously dated any non-members, but I dated a lot of non-members when I lived out of state for sure. Yeah.
3: And how do you handle the sort of expectation that there'll be sex?
1: Uh yeah, I've heard lots of responses to that. I mean, everything from I'm glad you told me that's a deal breaker or I'm glad you told me that's fine to, I think one woman I talked to about that was like, why are you bringing that up? Like you expect me to have sex with you on the first date or something. And I was like, Whoa, no,
2: it <laughs> is just something I want to make sure um, I'm on the same page on.
1: Like, yeah.
2: Yeah. Sarah. Um, yeah, I've dated a couple non-members, not very seriously, but yeah, it's kind of the same thing where you bring it up and especially it's, kind of hard to bring up, especially as a woman, it's a weird dynamic because you're like, I'm, I promise I'm not coming on to you and I promise I'm not bringing this up so that you'll think about it. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Um, but it also has to come up in conversations with members as well. It's a, it's a thing Mm, that you mm -hmm. have to establish when you talk about those nuances within the church as well. Um, you kind of have to gauge their, level of what they consider to still be the law of chastity, um, what that means to them. And I, I don't know your experiences with that, but I mean, that's definitely a conversation I've had to have Mm. a few times.
1: I haven't had to have that until I was like actually dating somebody, I think.
0: Yeah. What about friends in the church? Have you had friends in the church who who sort of leave because that's just become such a barrier to meeting people or...
1: (laughs) I feel like there's usually other things, in my experience at least, that that's not the primary reason they're leaving. Like, maybe that's an extra perk, but mm-hmm,
2: yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that because, I mean, it may be, a like you said, a perk to leaving, but I feel like leaving the church is much more history, doctrine-related also- things they "Quote unquote," find out that
1: also in Utah. I don't know that that's necessarily widening your pool it's, or making it yeah, easier. It might
2: be not, narrowing it, yeah. is what you are saying. Unless they're in their spe- they're in a very specific group of people right. who have left, but yeah, it's definitely not widening your widening your pool to leave. Do you like dating, or do you just get tired of
0: it?
1: Both. <laughs> <laughs> I've just gone through two breakups, so I'm kind of sick of it right now. Oh, yeah, okay. okay, I got you. But overall, I mean, it's a good time just to. I don't know. I I like going out and doing things anyways. And it's nice to share that with people, whether that's on a first date. I mean, that's not ideal, but when you get to third, fourth date, it's, you know, it's nice to have somebody to spend time with. Mm -hmm.
2: So, yeah, I I mean, it can be exhausting and there's moments where you definitely have to step back and take a break, whether it's after a breakup or whether it's just, there are no prospects right now. Um, But I mean, it still can be fun. I'm hoping that we're putting more fun back into it with, these Institute activities, why I say activities, that sort of
3: thing. So it's not so treacherous to try to find Hmm. an eternal companion. Hmm. So what would you like every one of our listeners to know about finding love in these days?
1: I mean, I think, I don't know my opinion that I've kind of conveyed through this as well is you just, you look for friendship first. I mean, I just moved here from out of state, and I didn't have any friends. So it's like, yeah, I want to spend time with these women mostly just to get to know them and see if we can hang out on a Saturday night, not necessarily if we can get married. So I think if you just kind of take the pressure out of it and just make friends, it makes it way easier and way more enjoyable too.
2: Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, being friends first is a huge thing. We all have that one person in our ward who, you know, if they're interacting with you, it's to ask you on a date. So it's <laughs> kind of like chill out, take a step back, make friendships first, and things will fall into place. It may not be a forever kind of thing, but things will fall into place.
0: Well, Sarah Assumption, mm-hmm. Matt Judd. Thanks for joining us.
3: Thank you. Yeah, thanks
0: for having us. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy, Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> and thanks to Peggy Fletcher Stack.
3: Always a pleasure.
0: And to our producer Chris Samuels. We remind you that you can keep up on all the happenings in and about the church by subscribing to the Salt Lake Tribune's Free Mormonland newsletter. Just go to sltrib.com to sign up. And we'll talk again next time on Mormonland.